Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hi, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> We just went over how we typically greet each other on Marco Polo, and it's pretty unexciting. Yep, we just say hi. Just say hi. And I go, hi. Hi. <laughs> we don't have na- nicknames for each other, do we? No. I call you Sarah B. or Bacon. Um, I, yeah, I don't really even have a nickname for you. <clears throat> Lauren? No. Yeah, no. It's fine, though. I feel like we were too, we've known each other so long that it was like too many phases to have a nickname almost. Did we have nicknames when we were growing up? No. Okay. That's really weird. That is really weird. Um, but that's also okay. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's, it's just like we're pure. that close. Uh-huh. Like I don't have a nickname for my sister. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, before we get into the history, I wanted to, because I just saw your candle burning over there and it also yeah. smells really good in here. And I wanted to ask, so the other night we were hanging out and with Molly and Liz and we were talking about having perks to look forward to in the morning. Um, and... I put that on my stories and asked people like what their perks were. And most people was like around food stuff. I think that's because the, the example that I had put, but I really liked your like morning perk. So what did you, what is something you did this morning? That was a perk for you. Oh or, man. Or what is it that makes like, what are things that you do in the morning that make you really excited to wake up? Well, my pink slippers from Amazon, which are the cutest things ever. They are my dream slippers. They are the best. I'm still wearing them by like, the way. Satiny with a sheen and then a pink is it like marabou? Yeah, it's like a pom-pom <sighs> it's... Uh, at the toe, which is, if you know me, you wouldn't expect that, but no. I love them. Yeah, those, yeah. And then I have this robe from the Ace Hotel in New York that I put on every morning. That's <sighs> Those are like my thing. And then a coffee mm-hmm. and a candle. Candle, coffee, robe, slippers, go get the runes, mm-hmm. who is my daughter, cutest, Rooney. Cutest little girl in the whole world. And then... Oh, and then I, I like to put a cartoon on. I've liked to do that since before I had a kid. You, yours seem to be C's. So, yeah. And yesterday was clean, oh, yeah. clean hair. So cartoon, candle. Um, coffee. Coffee, clean hair. Yeah. Okay. All of those things are great. <laughs> and we both realized that, well, you pointed out to me that um, Rugrats is on Hulu, yes. which is my favorite cartoon growing up. Mine and too. so I posted that last night and you happened to be watching it at the same it time. It was on. It was so funny. It's. Yeah. It, I love that show. It's like a visceral reaction yes. in that, like, the sound of the, the intro. Yes. Um, it just brings me back to, yeah, like, watching TV on the couch with my brother and growing up. And and do you remember, like, I said this to Josh last night. Remember when you couldn't choose what you were going to watch? It was just, like, whatever came on the TV, obviously. Wow. Yeah, that used to be And I remember when Rugrats would come on, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's on. It's time. Everybody. Wouldn't it be like at 10 a.m. or something? I yeah. I like 10 or 10.30. Yeah. It's the best. The absolute best. That and Doug for me were... I loved Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of visceral reactions, <laughs> we were just looking um, through our photo book. We have... Well, we have... 
lots of like shared paraphernalia that we've created together throughout the years. But our photo book is from a really tender <laughs> age of life. <laughs> and yeah, so let's go back and like share how we know each other. Okay. And because, well, for starters, I mean, I wanted you on the podcast because partially to share like a specific topic and story, but also you are one of my absolute longest friends and someone that is probably the close, like one of the closest things to a sister to me. Like we've yes, gone on family trips together. We, I've known you since kindergarten. And so we, our friendship, though it's taken like some breaks at some points has spanned like our entire lives. Yes. And we have gone through like all the formative years and then now we're in our thirties yeah. and back and like really close again, yeah. which it just makes me so happy. But let's, so let's take it back and okay to kindergarten, to kindergarten. We were walking distance. From each other. Uh-huh. Do you remember our first meeting? I, I actually, I have a memory the... from kindergarten, and I can't remember if it's you. I think it is. Were we in the same, who did you have? I don't remember. I had Kruger or Kloss. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had her. Um. So, yeah, we were in the same class. Yeah. That's what that one picture maybe was from, oh Halloween. <laughs> and I came in halfway through kindergarten. That's right, because you we just moved. moved from Chicago. And some, I think it was... I don't remember his name actually. I probably shouldn't even say it if I do. He was commenting on my um, my little pony underwear, and a little girl like Wait, why defended is- me. He was like, "Oh, cool, my little pony underwear." How come you could see I think underwear? I had my a dress on, and oh. I like bent over, was sitting like Indian stuff. Yeah. Oh gosh, so many- crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. That is not. It's okay. We we learn and we change things. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we say crisscross applesauce to Rooney. Yeah. Um, anyways, I was sitting. And mm-hmm. Anyways, I you think you might have like rescued me, but I I don't know if I put you in someone else's. I honestly role. can't say that I remember how yeah. we, how we met. That was so long ago. Yeah. But um, but it was fast. Yeah. We were fast friends. Mm-hmm. And we just clicked in our weirdness, mm-hmm. and like we're so comfortable with each other. And that was also back in the times when parents like I would just leave my house and walk well I I mean I would tell my parents right we it was we lived in a super safe neighborhood I would walk to your house it took like 10 minutes to get there and then you and I would go on walks together or we just like go back and forth between our houses and then I'd say like junior high was where things really really peaked um (laughs) can you describe our new current obsession and how it like I don't know if anyone has seen the show Pen15, but it's these two, either they're either in their late 30s or early, or late 20s, early 30s, and they play 13-year-olds in junior high. In the year 2000. And if you have watched it, then you'll immediately know that that was literally Sarah and myself. Um, it is, it just like focuses on every awkward moment mm-hmm. you ever had in junior high. Terrible fashion. Oh my gosh. And they like scoured the earth mm-hmm. for like fashion that will really is so nostalgic mm-hmm. <clears throat> they even have like my old delia's bedspread yep. it was I, which i immediately recognized one of them's wearing a hang 10 tank top that i had yep and that i remember like cherishing and like just those outfits that you know you felt like you were so yes. cool in and then you look back and you're like why what like, what about that <laughs> felt right what was it what and the bangs like the really skinny oh. thin yes. bangs and the braces and the braces they're the, They've nailed it. The girl, what's, um, Aunt, not Anna. But Maya. Maya. She, I, the way that they thought to write this in or to plan it, but her upper lip getting stuck on the top of her, <laughs> her retainer, retainer is like the most scene I've ever felt. Like I, 
well, I still wear a retainer to sleep at night, <laughs> so that still happens. But I just remember like things getting caught in my braces, yes. like oh, mm-hmm. chocolates fur, chocolates fur. My I had this big stuffed animal that apparently like went with me a lot of places. I feel like I almost had it at your house. Like, yes, absolutely. I, that's when you. No, that's not when you got your. Oh, I guess it was at my house. No, it might have been at my house. It doesn't matter. Well, I, that was a very large stuffed animal because I, I slept with Gundy every yes. night, but then I also... Oh, I think maybe I used chocolate as almost like a pillow. I think you did too. Okay. Well, that's why maybe my face was close to it a lot, and so my <laughs> braces would get stuck in... <laughs> the fur. The fur, which that's one of our... That was like one of our inside jokes. Um, which? Which. So I had... So I, at my house, I keep the photo album of the two of us, which I love that I still have. I would love to include some of these pictures. I think I'm going to take some pictures of it to include on the blog post that goes with this because people need to... This blog post will not be worth all of its worth (laughs) unless you post those photos. Yeah, I think you just... You need to understand. People need to understand and hopefully feel better about themselves. Yeah, yeah. They were the gangliest, The gangliest, braces facest girls. Do you feel like junior hires today and high schoolers today are not awkward? No. Have you... like, they're way better looking and more stylish than I am in my 30s yes. somehow. Like, why did they get to like miss the awkward phase? Because Hailey of the Bieber's internet? And Is it because of social yes, media? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I think we're better for it. I do, too. And I'm not, I will not be ashamed because... I love my awkward stages. I do try to, like, when I look at pictures of myself and I have the thought to be like, oh, no, what was I doing? Like, I turn into I have so much compassion for that. I just want to like I know scoop up those like gangly little girls that we were and I don't know and just be like it's okay you're gonna make it through this time we didn't have a particularly like rough junior high. I think we embraced our gangle yeah I didn't feel like that I can remember I didn't remember feeling too insecure back then no I remember two people making fun of how skinny I was one time and it really mm. hit me close, but oh. yeah, I yeah, there's some comments that stand out to me as yeah. far as what people. But like you said, I don't have, I'm not like scarred or I feel, I look back fondly. It's good, yeah. yeah. But so much love and compassion to people that don't feel that way. Like even were we with someone or I was talking about the show yes. 15 to someone and they were like, I honestly can't watch it because it's so it, like that was such a hard time for me. Yeah, and it brings up. They just do such a good job of really roping you back. Like, even the sounds, like the music, the songs that they played were the exact songs we used to listen to and like be like <laughs> stare wistfully out the window too. And like the Spice Girls video that they made. Yes, the homemade music videos. We 100% did that to an NSYNC video. 100%. I, I fell in the shower. You fell. <clears throat> I wish we still had access to that somehow. I don't know how we don't. How we don't. Maybe it's on, well, it's on VHS somewhere. No, our parents probably had to, someone tossed got rid it. of it. Yeah, they probably tossed it. Anyways, um, but yeah, it, it just does such a good job of bringing you back to that that I can understand how for someone who that was not an enjoyable time of life that they'd be like, why? Why would I want to relive this? Totally. even me watching it, it's the funniest show of all time, but I had moments where I felt like I wanted to retreat inside of myself because yes. I was so uncomfortable and it's so awkward to be like, oh no, that's what I... You're, okay, so before we get to some of the inside oh. jokes, you also found a journal yes. or a diary of yours, <clears throat> which I have these same things. Everyone, there's a scene in the show where they like re, um, the note to the boyfriend. Oh my gosh! And it's exactly how we talk. Everything was like very dramatic, but like and like choppy, choppy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So also re- on the cover, the inside cover, it says "privet, privet, privet, privet," <laughs> meaning private. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> So what year was, oh, 
This one's really funny too. So wow, some of these are. So you started this in ninety. 90- I started this in ninety four. Oh, didn't you weren't very prolific in the beginning? Yes, stirred. Yes, stirred. So ninety four. So you were like nine years old or ten, nine or ten. Yeah. But then fast forward to, to ninety nine, which is junior high, eighth grade, and I talk about Sarah in it, um, but. About a guy that I was Yes, dating. a guy that you were dating, and I was like, he's a jackass, <laughs> underlined. That's fierce language. Right? I know. I'm, poof. And then I said, then I, like, change subjects, of course, and then go back, and I say, Sarah and I aren't talking to guys anymore. Should I say boys in all caps? Because they're really mean. <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. good. It's perfect. It's, everything is so extreme, and, like, you make these big de- sweeping decisions where you're like, Oh, we're doing everything differently now. Or like, we're not talking to boys anymore. Or I'm on a one month break from guys or something. Oh or like, my gosh! Yeah, we had some really special memories. So okay, we we didn't read any of these. Yes, inside jokes. We have a book of inside jokes that from, Sarah wrote out for your half birthday mm-hmm. um, from 1999. So this is, yeah, you had just turned 15 then. It was eighth grade, junior high. I think no, no I had just turned 14. 14. Okay, yeah. Um, Okay, so there's like pages and pages of this. Oh my gosh, sweet crispers. That's what they were called. Remember, we were trying to figure out what they were called. Sweet crispers. Was that? That a, was the chocolatey, what like oh, gram that, that we threw, threw into, into the, bushes. the bushes. Yeah. When we saw a cute guy from her street, we were on a walk and we had this box of crackers <laughs> that we were like eating out of or cookie, whatever those things were, and then we just like chucked it. <laughs> right when I think it was you. Right when you saw him, you just like flung it into the bushes. I was like, what? And then I looked up and I was like, oh, it's. <laughs> That's him. so weird. Why would I feel in, that like makes me sad that we had the programming in us that I, we thought that we had to be ashamed of like eat, I know we should have been like embraced it. Yeah, could have offered him one. Yeah, we didn't even talk. I think to we him. were just like didn't even you like didn't know what to do with I yourself. Didn't, of probably. course. Um, okay, in and out is tough. Don't remember. I don't remember that one. Mushroom. Can't tell you. My dinner table is corrupt. That was like your parents and rich and like things happen. Cats and. Did it- like a lot of chaos. And just like, you, yeah, like whenever your mom and dad talk, it's the best. It's like. <laughs> there's some, yeah, there's been some funny. Jacket girl at Wango Tango. Oh, I remember her. I she, remember her. How she danced. Boom, boom, boom. There was, oh, I think I remember. I remember that. Um, so some of these are not going to, obviously. Yeah, don't say anyone's with names. Um, also, I know this doesn't mean much to you guys, but we just needed to. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so loud into the microphone. Oh, Me no. Crushing. My back. Friends of Tahiti. Friends of Tahiti was my mom. She said she has some gems in here. Um, <laughs> okay, well, the next thing you love next. next. And there was that scene in Pen15, yes. I'm going to keep referencing that show, where she's like zeroing in on the back of her crush's <laughs> neck and it like zooms in. And the same, I was like, I remember like just like fondly staring at someone and just like be like, oh my gosh, like the back of their head is so cute. <laughs> um, and um, you always carrying me. Do you remember that? You always carried me everywhere. You are, you were very carryable. I would like always like cr- hop into your yeah. arms. Yeah. It's really cute. Oh, Nine & Co., the store Nine & Co., oh was like a shoe store, but yet they carried everything and we wanted, it was all of our aesthetic. Yeah, we our, just wanted to move in. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some of these are not very kind. My, yeah, wow. My denim skirt dance. Yeah, I had a dance when I put on the well, skirt. Well, no, you, you said. If I had a. 
we were looking through a magazine with my sister and a girl was wearing a really cute denim skirt at the time and Sarah said if I had a denim skirt like that I would dance like this and she did this yeah. very snake like <laughs> my well, sister still talks about oh, yeah. that it was it was just how I was inspired in that moment and but then it you got one I similar so. yeah um Okay. <laughs> the comforter up to our heads in front of the mirror. Do you remember oh, that? I do, yeah. <laughs> it was just our heads? Yeah, and it was like this massive comforter. Um, Why? <laughs> always catching my braces on Chocolate's Fur. Um, the movie's Spinal Tap and Waiting for Guffman. Look like strawberries. Oh, yeah, we went to the spot mitzvah and the photographer. It was at <laughs> Strawberry Farms. With Molly. Yeah, Molly was there too. And they were like, now look like strawberries. <laughs> and we all just were like, what does that mean? <laughs> and we were laughing. So, Oh, yeah, there was more. Okay. Um, oh. oh. Oh, no. We had some R. Kelly memories from a song. Not even that that was a good one. We just didn't understand what that word was from the song. No. Um, no, we do. I squeezed I, your arm really hard. Just kidding. Because I have cute aggression where when I... <laughs> I need to express myself physically to people. And so one time I think I hurt you. Oh, my gosh. Um, fall. Oh, and then and we just, like, wrote out all of our memories... Oh gosh, this this is like goes on. Oh, trying on huge prom dresses in a small dressing room. That is a good memory. I remember. Also, <clears throat> we pointed this out earlier today, and I feel like this is also a good indicator of our friendship. We ended up matching at almost every high school dance. Almost every single one. What was we were matching at all our dances, you guys? Like sometimes exactly, and not just like oh, let's both wear this color. No, it was like this red skirt with metal little like tassel tassels at what the are bottom. Sequins. I guess we did wear a different color black top, and we both had chokers though. Yeah, I feel like we would do one thing different. Yeah, like, that's what made to it express cool. our individuality. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of midriff showing. Of I mid-drift. did ask my mom. Actually, my mom had a really sweet answer about this because I was like, I was like, I sometimes look back at pictures of myself. In high school or junior high, and I'm like, wow. I and it wasn't like I was like wearing a massive crop top. It would be like if I was posing for, I don't know. We all wore low rise jeans and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I'm surprised by some of the ways that you let me out of the house. And my mom's like, I remember thinking, I'm gonna choose my battles, and that didn't feel like a very important one. She's like, of course, if you were wearing something that was like really inappropriate, I felt like I was wearing like really low cut tops or anything. Yeah. But um, she's like, I just I remember growing up and thinking there were some things that parents focused too heavily on. And so I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was maybe a conscious choice of hers. I like they're that. not like oblivious parents by any means. So, um, okay. Any other memories that we... Cramming into the bath. I don't even remember. Oh, that. I think a bunch of us, yeah, like got into the bathtub at Rachel's party after we all jumped in the ocean. Oh, oh that was, yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was cute. Oh my gosh, um, the clinic lady at the mall who wouldn't let us leave. Oh yeah. Oh, we would sit in your hammock in your room. Oh, this dates us. Making our own Union Bay commercials. I, I don't even remember that. I do that. not remember that. And why would we... We wore Union Bay? There must have been something... Okay. <laughs> oh, and then we did... Oh, you did like a follow-up. Oh uh, my yeah, gosh, this we, is we, pages and pages. Yeah. And pages. And I pages. I mean Pages. Oh, this makes me, I'm a very nostalgic person, and so this stuff, like, really gets to me. I know. We need um, to, like, really. It's just such a. <laughs> I just read one that made me laugh, but I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, people yelling. Like a mom that we slept over at her house, and she's just, like, screaming, French toast in the morning. Um. Yeah, I, okay. We'll, we... Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Of course. But the reason I think this is 
so special um, and why I like talking about like friend histories and stories is because each friend you know you have like a different connection with mm-hmm. and um, to me the people like the people I met later in life some of them I have just as you know really strong connections or whatnot but I, I really think that there's something that's extra special about knowing each other's families and um, like when I think there was a time last year when my parents were down here and they were over at your house and we maybe had dinner and then Molly and Liz came over and I it was one of those nights where like I thought my joy was gonna like burst through my body because we were like laughing so hard at talking about memories and I just remember like stopping and thinking oh my gosh my parents like are really good friends with some of my really good friends and we all like know each other's parents and grew up like together and we can talk about these things and your parents legitimately feel like second parents to me Likewise, I mean, and your sisters have always been so special to me too, and like felt like yes, and I got the benefit of an older sister when yeah when I would be at your house and um, yeah yeah, and I got Aww. a younger brother Aww. oh oh such a and now look I know he's got a kid you've got a kid I know what the heck <sighs> oh okay yeah well so I as much as I love talking about our story I also am excited to chat about this topic today which is kind of a random one but. Um, to set it up a little bit, I rec- I mean, I feel like well, we both had special times for a while, so we'll get into that. Like, I, numbers have meant something to me, and I've known about like the po- the power of numbers, or like when you see something repeating, or like certain signs or things like that. But I've recently learned more about technically they're called angel numbers, I, I guess, but it's when you see like a repeating number, so eleven eleven or three 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 or or whatnot, and. Um, Catherine, who I talk about all the time, she did a, a podcast episode on it. The high-level explanation is pretty much that whether you choose to believe this or not, but it is a way for like the like angels or higher spirits or powers to communicate with us because their numerology is something that carries like weight and meaning, and it's a way for like other realms to almost kind of like break through. That sounds really weird, but. The idea being that numbers have energetic value to them, and so when there's multiples in a row, it like amplifies that power, and it, it can confirm or like you can assign meaning to it. I think that's the bottom line. And <clears throat> if you look up though, like three, 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 there's sort of different meanings like for each number. So I've really started to notice them more so in my life recently, and they have come up at like really interesting times. Like I'll have either asked for a sign. Um, there was a story recently where I. I wanted confirmation that I should do this one course because it was kind of like a big investment. And then I was like, God, give me a sign if I'm supposed to do this. And then I didn't really say what that would be. And then afterwards I was like, okay, if I see the number 333, which I don't know where that came from, but I just was like, that's going to be the sign. And then before anything that even happened, I already felt like my intuition was confirming that I should do it. And so I was on board and I was about to sign up. And then, no joke, I was had all the information put in to, to sign up. And then I went, I was watching a story of someone's, and she saw the number 333, posted on her story, and like wrote 333 really big. And I was like, okay, that is amazing and crazy. So obviously, I did it. Um, but yeah, so I've been noticing them more and more, and I feel like they surfaced at particular times and so the reason I wanted to bring you into this conversation is because there's the numbers thing but then there's also along with that is like our signs from the universe like Mm -hmm. each person kind of having something 
for some people that's even like when they've had a loved one that's passed on like that person mm, like they yes. haven't assigned like when they see a hummingbird that means that that person is like their spirit is yes. with them or whatnot which I always love stories like that Me too um but then having your own kind of sign too and of course you came to mind because I love your story of what your sign is and then you've always like been appreciative of my story as well so I wanted to get us get a chance to share those but also before that um talk about our lucky times because oh yeah <laughs> um that and then yeah the craziness of like the timing of today's episode I too know. so you, what's your lucky time my lucky time is twelve thirty-four. okay which is one two three four mm-hmm but I'll be sitting, I'll be like, oh, it's my favorite time. And everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. But What does it mean to you when you see it? Like, I don't. What do you feel? I just feel happy. Like, I feel lucky that I looked down at my clock and it was that time. Mm-hmm. It feels lucky. I don't know. It feels like a little lottery yeah. every day. Like, oh, it's 12.34. And I like that it's like halfway through the day and mm, it's like yeah. kind of lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And Almost like a little spark of like yeah, magic. It's just that you joy. Get yeah, yeah, magic is a good word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. I, my number is 1027, which uh, my time, um, which started from very basic beginnings. It was just because that was my favorite radio station, 102.7 well, FM. Do you remember it would be because we would see 102.7 and then we'd see 102.7 in the van. Oh yeah. And our car would match. Yeah. So we would like point it out in the car, but then I would see it all the time. Like yes. I always saw that time. And then that was in starting in junior high. And to this day, like I see it at least once or twice a day like the the number I mean not always and but it just it stands out like certain moments in my life and can you share like the thing that you do because this is this for me because this is the sweetest yes. thing I've ever heard when you told me this I have random alarms that go off on my phone that don't make any noise but they flash and they usually have like a heart with initials um I only have two right now and I've actually only had these two I think for like almost two years now yeah you've had it for a while um I have one for Josh and I have one for you that goes off at 1027 and it says SB with a heart um because it reminds me to like think of you and pray for you and just yeah I have a little alarm for you I cannot and that just went off like right before we started and you're the best that seriously means that like when you told me that I completely melted because it's just so special to think that someone would I don't know intentionally think about you and pray for you and so I love you um and last night I had the realization, so we're record we made the plans to record this day like a few days ago because it worked with schedules or whatnot. And last night I was like, oh my gosh, tomorrow is the twenty-seventh. So we're recording on the twenty-seventh. And then totally unplanned as far as the sequence of this, but I didn't realize until last night that this was gonna be episode twenty-seven as well. Dude. Isn't that so it's so wild. Yeah, I just so believe in I love synchronicities in life and I think it's just a fun way to like believe that there's like another there's other elements at play like in yeah. this life that we can't define or see but there's these senses like whenever I see the time ten twenty seven to me that's just as always it kind of feels like a wink from yes. God like being like I see you I yeah. love you like yeah. have a good day like I don't know that's just kind of how yeah I take it but so yeah so fun like time things but then um, our signs are yes. like a little more deep and meaningful yes. and so I want I wanted you to share your okay your story do you want me to start with like picking it yeah please. okay because I think they can some people can pick them choose them yeah or, like, or, or they're assigned given. exactly yeah so okay so I picked mine um my sister was reading a book this part is very fuzzy because it was like 
a million years ago. But my sister was reading a book about some author who had picked a sign, and hers was a ladybug. And she was in a hotel in, like, Minnesota or something in the middle of dead winter. And she was, like, stories up in the hotel, too, and was, like, extremely depressed with writer's block, sitting in her hotel room, dark, whatever, all the things, very sad and all of a sudden a ladybug crawled across her desk Mm -hmm. and you know it just like jump started her she's like oh my gosh like you're surviving in the winter in the middle of a hotel and like you know all these things and you're here so it was like just like one of the biggest confirmations she's ever had so my sister was like hey let's pick something and just see like Mm -hmm. why don't we pick something it'd be really cool to have that thing to brighten your day or whatever it is and so she picked bubbles and I picked balloons I don't know I don't even know why I picked balloons. I think yeah, I'm wondering what. I don't know. I mean, they're very happy. I think I actually saw a balloon. We were outside. I know. I remember this now. I was like, she's like. Oh, when it happened. Like, yeah, there was like a about? balloon like on a. Um, a telephone? Yes, wire. Wire. And I, yes. That's why I picked a balloon. Okay. So maybe I was assigned balloons. Yeah, maybe. What? <laughs> okay. So then my sister, I remember one of her stories. She was driving home. This is when she went to college in L.A. Mm-hmm. So I must have been in high school. Um and she was driving home in dead stop traffic, really depressed, coming home probably because something had happened and mm. she wanted to be with her, her family or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, traffic wasn't moving. And all of a sudden, all these bubbles in the middle of L.A. traffic, like, surrounded her car. Oh. And, you know, some kid probably two cars up was, like, blowing bubbles. Who knows? Yeah. But it was just, like, so – it's, like, when it happens in a moment where you're, like, how is this even – Right. How are you – how are the bubbles in the L.A. Just, traffic? Uh-huh. You know, like at Disneyland, they're going to be everywhere. But, yeah. you know, oh, I freaking love stories like that. Yeah. Aww. So I had balloons for forever and I did notice them like going through life as my little sign. Um, but it really became a thing. Um, this story is about my husband. So basically, I came home from college and I had just got out of a relationship like my college boyfriend. And um, I also had kind of rekindled with an old boyfriend that I had had years and years and years ago but he was like beloved by all so he was like it was like kind of exciting like oh my gosh mm-hmm. like people knew you guys right together they, and a couple we were like yes known as a unit so mm-hmm. the fact that we were like talking again everyone got really excited so I saw him and we were like rekindling and my friend and I we went we ended up going to Lakav one night just to like hang out and we were like not looking to meet any guys. First of all, I literally just referenced the cob in my last really? episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hot spot. Hot spot. I always think of you when I go there. Really? Too. Uh-huh. Um, so these guys walk in and my friend actually notices them. She's like, oh, they're cute. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so we're like sitting down and they ask if they can sit with us. And it's live karaoke night. So you could like sing while the band was playing. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, from your table or no, no you would you, go you would up. go okay. up on stage mm-hmm. they're called cover me bad I think they're really funny guys um so anyways Josh comes to our table and he's very outgoing so I was actually really turned off by him because I've never really liked outgoing guys in my life I always dated shy guys which is really funny because I'm married to the most outgoing guy on the planet mm-hmm. so anyways he comes up to us and he's like hey where are you guys from and we're like well originally I guess Irvine and he's like oh we should all go on like the hot air balloon there and my friend and I who grew up there but then went to college 
this is useful information later. We were like, there's no hot air balloon in Irvine, you weirdo. What are you talking about? And he's like, I work at Billabong right by a hot air balloon in Irvine. We should all go on it. I'm like, no. This guy's so weird. I hate him. I literally like did not like him at all. So then the night goes on and he, outgoing guy that he is, and he's very musically inclined, he... Um, Gets up on stage and sings, I believe, in a thing called love. Oh my gosh, I love that He song. nails it. I do too. Yeah. Whipping the mic, like all the things. Like, so, nails it, but I'm like, ugh. Like, <laughs> this guy's a handful. <laughs> I can't. He's a lot. <laughs> so anyways, we end up not even exchanging numbers. Then we run into each other two weeks later. And I'm still rekindling sort of with this guy, this other guy. We run into each other. And that's when we, like, decide to exchange numbers, whatever. We kind of hit it off. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm... Dating two guys at once, and they both know. So that is a lot of buildup. But time passed, and they were both like, hey, (laughs) this isn't really fun for us. Like, can you, like, make a decision? We need to, like, we want to be serious or not at all. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fine, that makes sense, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) So I'm I'm on my way to my sister's house, who lived in Foothill Ranch at the time. And I go, I'm in my car. And I have my, like, shuffle on, my, like, iPod shuffle. Remember those? Classic, yeah. I think I it was the I Nano. Had, I didn't have that one. I had just, yeah, like, the yeah. brick. It yeah. the old iPod. No, I had the little guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was really serious. I was like, I, I have a feeling this is going to be my husband. I need a sign right now. Like, I was really serious. Talking out loud in my car, I was like, mm-hmm. I need a sign right now on who should be my husband. And I knew, like, obviously, this is, like, a lot to be gambling on but mm-hmm. I was like I just need something some help mm-hmm. um, well, because like, the truth was everyone was rooting for the previous boyfriend mm-hmm. but in my heart mm-hmm. I wanted to be with Josh mm-hmm. and I needed maybe like confirmation because I knew yeah. everyone wanted me to be with that guy yeah and it's hard to forget like the logical side of things too and when you have a connection with someone from yeah. the past like that still is like plays an emotional yeah. part of it well yeah and I was like if everyone loves him so much maybe mm. that's the one I'm supposed to, you know what I mean right yeah so anyways I'm in my car I'm like I need to sign right now and literally as I say right now in my window is the hot air balloon in Irvine I mean it takes up my whole window this big orange balloon and I I get the goosebumps, and then on my iPod shuffle, I believe in a thing called love, came Stop. on. Oh, I'm not kidding. Like I, I could cry. Detail. It came on, and I was literally like goosebumps. I was like, oh my, loud and clear. Yeah. Loud and clear. Yeah. And Balloon, mm-hmm. I believe in a thing called love, boom, dead. And I had like so much joy and like felt so confirmed, mm-hmm. and like it was the one I wanted yeah. in my heart, not mm-hmm. that it would have made a difference, because I have a feeling mm-hmm. if the sign went towards the other guy. Uh-huh. Like, if somehow the sign went towards him, I think I'd still would have just picked Josh. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there was, like, like something... above and beyond. It was, like, backing me up almost. Like, thanks for backing me up, universe. Like, I am supposed to be with him. Oh, my gosh. And I remember getting to my sister's house with so much joy. And Josh now says he owes that balloon so much. (sighs) And now we both have him tattooed on us. And there's more to that. Do you know the other parts? Like, our wedding? But that wasn't on purpose. Yeah, well, that you ended up getting married, like right there well yeah it was my my wedding planner friend she was helping me and my parents were so gracious to fund our wedding and they said they wanted it in orange county for ease of travel but that there were no cool venues in orange county at the Mm -hmm. time because it was almost eight years ago and um like pre-pinterest and um (laughs) 
my friend Jessie, she, she sends me an email and she's like, I have the saddest email for you. I have one link for it, for something that's anywhere near what you want because I would just want a big open cement space. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm really sorry. They've never had a wedding here. I'm really sorry. Like she just kept saying sorry and I click on it and I literally go, oh my gosh, mom, you're not going to believe what Jessie just sent me. She's like, it's not the balloon, is it? And I was like, mom, it's the balloon. So the venue that had never had a, a wedding yet, we got married in front of the balloon it's and like it was this really cool airport or airplane hangar. Yeah. It's a hangar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. But it was just crazy that she picked the the balloon. Yeah. This balloon is like our life story. So now, yeah, we have both have it tattooed on it's our bodies. Literally one of my favorite stories that makes me so happy. Cause I, and I remember you talking about, um, not just the balloon, but I loved hearing the way you've talked about like Josh and how, that knowing too, you're like, there just was this, I was so drawn to him and it was yeah. like just wanting to be with him. And, um, I, it's so important to listen to that voice. And sometimes it really is hard. Like looking back now, it's like when people are listening to this, I'm like, clearly that's your answer, but right. it's not always that and when you're in it, like right. there's so many more factors at yes. stake sometimes. And, um, yeah, but the fact that like God would go above and beyond to answer your like literal plea and be like, I need a sign right now. Right now. And I was then, like so demanding too. I remember. Mm being like this is bold of me yeah but that's what I and I've been starting to do that more of like asking for a sign like being really specific about it yeah. and that's happened um in ending a relationship for me too where it was less of like a fun sign yeah <laughs> I would also like I was having those I was wrestling with things inside and I remember like knowing what I should probably do but I it was too hard. Like I didn't want to, it didn't make total sense. I was like, I kind of wanted to make this work. Um, and I remember asking for a sign of like kind of something specific. And then that totally happened. And so when that happened, like I was upset, but I was also like this overwhelming sense of gratitude. Cause I'm like, God didn't need to like do that. Like he could have just been like, I nudged you. I told you, like you felt it inside. Like that should be enough. But instead he like wanted to make so sure that he, and it's just, yeah. It's really special. I know. And I love your tattoo. And Josh's is, is his different. This is beautiful. It's super ornate. And it has mm. an eyeball in the middle of a heart with, like, my eye color oh, yeah, I don't in it. Oh, wow. I know. It's our friend Jonesy, he is, like, the master tattooer. He's the most talented. I love your tattoos. Thank you. Special. They all have meaning. Yeah. Um, but, oh, I should add now, everyone knows, and people will even send me pictures, mm. if the balloon is up. Mm-hmm it's going to be a good day. And you've gotten it in that story with Josh was like the big one, but you've had it appear in other parts and like several, yeah. several, several times. In like and meaningful moments. even past just the hot air balloon, um, mm-hmm. regular balloons are mine. Mm-hmm. And I had a really tough season um, with some miscarriages, which if you're out there and you're going through something with that, please reach out. I'm very experienced in that subject. Um, Where can they find you? Um, my Instagram is Lauren Ariza with I'll no spaces. Yeah. Because I have a lot to say Mm -hmm. and support if you are going through it um but i had a couple really really big balloon moments Mm -hmm. when i was going through some really hard times there like louis vuitton had a balloon like window what are the yeah display Mm -hmm. build out Mm -hmm. and they were pink plastic balloons and i remember walking be like i don't know if i'm ever gonna have a kid Mm. my dad had just told me i was gonna have a girl he was like i know it and then they were pink plastic balloons and I remember looking up and being like whoa like this is amazing it's just like yeah kind of crazy yeah so anyways yes yeah so special and 
yeah, I just love that that's your your sign and that it's like been so confirmed in so many areas. I know. I love yours too. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my story is when I when I went to Spain by myself. So this is two two ish years ago. Um, I it was my first time traveling like alone in a big way, and I was really excited, and I just wanted to use it as a time to kind of like do a lot of self-exploration and just be like, I don't know, like fall more in love with myself and get clear on things for the future. And, um, at one point, some of that was around, like, I wanted to figure out what my career was supposed to be. And like, I was questioning things a lot. And, um, but there was one day where it was honestly one of the best days of my life. Like it just, everything about it was so fun. I had my phone off for the whole day. I was just like walking, I was in San Sebastian, which is beautiful. And, um, it's not that big of a town. And so I was like, I had hiked up this hill and I decided to sit at this bench like overlooking the ocean and I was journaling out um, all the all the qualities I wanted in a husband so I wasn't like desperately seeking to be with someone but I think I had recently been in situations where I was like done with feeling a certain way and I was like I know that there's something better out there for me and I want to like hold on to that and like be very clear on what it is that I'm, I'm looking for And so I wrote out like a pretty detailed description of kind of like, um, and now I've shifted that a little bit to be more, it's not as specific about like qualities and more how I know I'll feel with that person. But Mm. still a lot of those things stand and I, I kid you not, I hear more stories about people who've like written out these lists, forgotten them. And then years later, like when they meet that person, it's like every single thing down to a T. Wait, can I just say one thing? I drew Josh in high school. Are you serious? Yes. Do you have that? Still? No, but I remember it. That's crazy. He had, and at the time, Josh had the plugs and the hair. It looked just like him. Josh does look like kind of like a regular guy, though. But wow. still, I really did. I drew, I drew that's, him. Oh, that's like my mom. My mom had, I don't think she drew my dad, but she had a very specific visual, except for the hair, hair color was off. Um, and he showed up like on their first date wearing like the same outfit she had envisioned. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. Yeah. So you guys are probably more on like the visual yes. side. I mean, I do have some physical descriptors, but in my mind, but it's mostly like certain qualities or things like about how we'll feel together or how we'll, yeah. So I finished writing that out and I happened to look up and it was, it was a clear day. So, I mean, it was blue skies, but there was like a little like wist, wistful clouds. <laughs> That's not the right word. Wispy? Wispy. Thank you. Wistful. They have emotions. <laughs> they, they were wistful. <laughs> they were feeling really wistful I kind of like, like that though. And you know when um, the light, like there must have been moisture in one of the clouds, but there was just like a fraction of a little rainbow. So it wasn't like a big rainbow across the sky, mm. but it was like you could see the um, a rainbow in yeah. one of the clouds. Ooh. And for me at the time, like from my faith background, like that has always just symbolized like a promise that God makes to us or that he intends to keep certain promises. And so I took that as like, I wrote then in my journal after that, I was like, I see you God. Like I see that you see what I just wrote. Like to me, it felt like this, like him confirming, like mm-hmm. I am not, for- I have not forgotten about you. I've not forgotten about who you're supposed to be with. Like yeah. trust that, that you'll have that, like you're going to be given this person. So that just, it just meant a lot to me. And like, it, it wasn't like really emotional or anything like that. It was just like this sweet little moment. And, and then throughout the rest of my trip, like I, I didn't even like notice the rainbows. It was more that I would even 
when I would look through my pictures at the end of the day, I'd be like, oh, there's a rainbow tapestry that was hanging off this balcony. Or those trees were literally rainbow. Like, it was fall. And so these trees on this one street were, like, an actual literal rainbow of colors. And so I realized, and then there was, like, stained glass um, off of a window. I remember that one. Yeah, so that comes into play at, um, at the end, too. But I just noticed, like, all these different rainbow things. I'm like, okay, well, clearly that's, like, the sign for this trip. And so I noticed that. And then... On my last full day, um, which was Friday the 13th, and it was a really good day, like for a lot of reasons, but um, I went to the um, La Sagrada Familia Cathedral in Barcelona. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was excited to, to see it. Um, thankfully, I had met up with this this guy who was like a son of a friend of mine um, who lives over there, and him and his girlfriend told me to make sure I bought tickets ahead of time, yep. which... If I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done that. I, I always have just been able to like, usually you buy tickets at the door, you right. walk in. If I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten in and it was my last day. So I wouldn't have had another chance. And they also were like, we also really recommend getting the audio, um, tour for it, which is something I also don't usually do. So I took their advice and I did both those things and, um, I got there and, when I went, like, the audio was so amazing. Like, the story behind this cathedral, I'm forgetting the name of, it's, he's a big guy. But anyways, it just, there was so much symbolism, and it was so beautiful that I found myself, like, tearing up multiple times. I was, like, taking notes in my phone mm-hmm. because I just wanted to remember all these details. And I'm like, how amazing that there's these people, these artists that have been given these visions and who care so much about making something of beauty and in this world that they'll, like, decide to carry it out and know that they won't even see the completion of it. Like they're still um, finishing up that cathedral. So that was just like a lot of emotion. And then, oh man, I can feel myself getting emotional. I'm getting emotional too. (laughs) um, At the end, I decided to just like sit in the pews like of the church and um, just like journal and sit there for a second. And if you know anything about cathedral and I'll include a picture, it is a literal rainbow of, of um, stained glass windows. So, on one side, it's all the like blue and yellow colors, and on the other side, it's the warm colors, and that has to do with the way that the sun rises on one side to symbolize like the morning, and then the setting of the sun on the other. And it is so spectacular and so encompassing that when I was sitting in this cathedral, I remember being having the realization again. It didn't even like hit me right away, but all of a sudden, I was like okay, your sign for this trip has been a rainbow. And then you somehow ended up in a cathedral that you are surrounded in the light of a rainbow. Like how incredibly beautiful is that? And I totally started crying and just felt it's like so surrounded. And, and that to me was less about promising that I'm going to find this partner or whatever. That just was, to me, what that symbolized was like God just being like, I love you so much that I'm like surrounding you with beauty at all times and I'm like on this journey with you I think because I was there alone it just felt like he was like walking alongside me and I had this really powerful like worship song on in my um, earbuds that I had been listening to that trip too and so so that was really special and I just remember leaving and like feeling so filled up and then one of my favorite parts about this trip too was I so on my flight home um, I had a layover in Miami and if you know me, you know that I weirdly want to go to Miami so bad. I've always wanted to go there. And it's like, some people are like, you know, why would you, I don't know. But it, so that was my first time there, but obviously it was just at the airport. But so when we took off from Miami to go back to LA, um, I had a window seat and usually I was tired. Like usually I'll close the window and just like, yeah. it's too bright. And I want to, I don't know, watch a movie or go to sleep or something. And, but I was like, Oh, I want to see Miami. Like I want to, 
see the um, what's it called like the West not the I don't know the strip or whatever oh, I don't know yeah, there's don't like a name for it yeah um, but so I had my window open and I'm like looking down and and then as I was about to close the window I look up and there is not one but two rainbows arcing arching arcing across oh. the sky and I literally was like you've got to be kidding me that as if all those things weren't enough before it's like I was being told like I love you so much that like I will follow I will surround you with rainbows wherever you go like yeah. type of a thing like and so, slapped in the face with love yeah and so I like, <laughs> took a picture of those too and so it just was yeah and so then since, since then that's obviously kind of become my symbol and so it's shown up in in different areas and um I was yeah there's been a few moments where I've had like a really sweet or thoughtful like thought about myself or my life and then I've looked up and seen like that little rainbow in the cloud situation and um even I just told you this story but just recently I was on a walk and like had just seen all these ones and um was in a really good mood and I happened to look up and I saw a rainbow around the sun which they say means like rain is on it it just is a sign of like precipitation um but right after I saw that I had this random girlfriend text me and be like okay this is so weird but I just want to let you know you were in my dream last night and in it you had just gotten engaged and you had this like amazing ring and we were celebrating together and I was like well that is so weird but also it just like made me smile and yeah not that I am thought that that means like oh he's right around the corner or something but it just was again like this reminder that like that promise hasn't been forgotten and yeah. it's gonna be confirmed and um yeah just really yeah, cool I know I love that and I just feel like, I think the reason why I wanted to share these stories is, of course, like I love storytelling. I feel like I could listen to your story all the time, but is for, to point out that like we live in such a cool world and like, I think people could, I can see how more rational or logical people might want to explain certain things away right. where it's like, it's a coincidence or you notice repeating numbers because your eyes just naturally, like it stands out more than a random set right. of numbers. And yet it's like, okay, even it, let's, let's say we're totally wrong or that we don't know what those things mean or that there's no assigned meaning from God or the universe or whatever. Like, wouldn't you rather just believe that there's something magical, like showing up in our life to show that we're like carried and loved and things are confirmed or like, well, it's just little pockets of joy too. Of course I want that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And so it just makes me really happy. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm just going to add, I also like knowing people's because yeah. every time I see a rainbow, Same. I think of you, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I sent you one, it was the night you had an event. Oh yeah. And I, there that was, the, I was like, Sarah, go outside right now. And I think mm-hmm. I sent you a picture of it mm-hmm. and there was a beautiful rainbow. It was one of the most beautiful like, rainbows I've ever seen here because yeah. that day was so rainy and I was having kind of a moment of like feeling overwhelmed and being like, what am I doing with my life and like what's happening? And, and then that, that to me, I took that as like God just being like, you're on the right track. Like you're doing the right things. And, um, it's so comforting. Yeah. Yeah. So it means a lot when you point that out. And I always think of you when I see, uh, 1234. (laughs) Um, and I have other friends like my friend, um, Kelsey from college, um, her number is 858. Oh, that's a good one. Time. Well, that is a good number. My mom used to always see 1111 growing up, so I think of yeah. her with, yeah. she would say 1111, make a wish. I know. I feel like it's just really nice to have the sign or the number. Mm-hmm. Just little pockets of joy. Yeah. Magic in your life. Yeah. And if you, 
if you don't have that in your life, like I would suggest asking for that, like ask for signs. Like I feel like that wants to be confirmed in our life so much. And like when we're struggling with the decision, like we don't have to, I don't know, like there's some greater force that wants to aid us in, yeah. in coming to that. And like, what a cool thing to be open to is like asking for a sign and then releasing that. And whether it's a number that you see or a certain thing that comes into your life that you just know what that yeah. means. Like Gabby Bernstein told a story about wanting to get pregnant and like she was str- really struggling. Um, and she had asked like, she said, God, like I, she asked for a really specific sign. And one day she was at her office and like, she happened to look outside and there was these five geese. And so she was like admiring them and she's like, Oh, they're so beautiful. And they're so big. And then she went to like go meditate. Um, just cause she did that every day. And she heard this voice being like, look up the symbolism of geese. And she was like, okay. So she Googled it and the sign of geese is fertility. Whoa. And so she like burst into tears and was like, yeah. And I mean, so just stuff like that is, I think it's really cool. That made me emotional. Yeah. I'm emotional today. Well, that's okay. I like I, it. I, yeah. I'll yeah. Embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this stuff makes me emotional too, just because I think it, it's, it's so, so positive. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, and it's, it's like good. love and comfort and it's joy. Mm, yeah, just all the good things. All it's warm. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's okay. Well, is that it? Anything else we wanted to? No, you really have awkward. to post the pictures. I will post some pictures. Some you know matching. Maybe a current one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Of> redeeming. <laughs> yeah. Do we have like a? We have some really cute ones of us growing up too. Yeah. The, oh my like, gosh. Really sweet ones. Seriously, like, we, we do. used to go to a camp every summer, or at least I think it was like three summers in in high school. Um, he yes. Like, oh, and he like. There's just yeah a lot of sweet warm memories around yes, that. Yes, I agree. But yeah, I will include a current picture if I can. I'm trying to think if we have like a recent one. Probably. Yeah. Like a birthday or something. Yeah. Um. Or yeah. us matching on Halloween as emoji girls. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you are also my costume muse. That you, I love that you love to get dressed up. It's so fun. Yeah, anything themed. Mm-hmm. We're just on the same get page. bring it to me. Yeah, I told I told Josh your theme, and he was like, "Yes." <laughs> I, I talked to my mom about it. Um, I'm not gonna. I'll reveal the theme later for yes. my birthday. Not that you guys care, but um, I am pretty excited about this one, and I feel like it's getting a positive response. Um, There's, there, you're not gonna get one bad response. She did small sneak peek, see if you can guess it, but she did get rid of her um, bronze bomber jacket that she used to I have remember. back in the day. Dang it. I know. Bronze. Bronze it, gold. It yeah. was. I think it was a, um, yeah, just, bronze. It was a... But yeah, that'll be fun to, I can't wait to see what you and Josh come up with. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Walking well, off the counter. Yes, I know. I've started sending out, like, save the dates to certain people <laughs> just because I really want to make sure, especially since my mom is in town, like, yeah. there's a couple people um, that she hasn't, like, friends of mine that she hasn't met yet, yeah. and so I'm, like, wanting to make sure that they're that they're there. Okay. Okay, well, I love you so much. I love you, too. This was so fun. This was really fun. I'm, yeah, thankful that you wanted to be on, and thank you for sharing that story, and I'm excited to keep seeing magic play out in our lives. Oh, my gosh. What if we both see him today? That'd be really fun. That would be really fun. I'll text you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, friends, and I hope you enjoyed listening. To see notes and details from the episode, head on over to highfriend.co to find the link to this week's post, which includes pictures of both of our signs from our stories that we shared, exclusive images of our most awkward stages in junior high, I would highly recommend this part, and links to where you can find Lauren online and a better description of angel numbers than I was able to give you. 
As always, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review for this podcast on iTunes. It means the world to me. And I am still running the contest through the end of this month, where once we get to 50 reviews, I will give one lucky reviewer a $50 gift card to Amazon. It just takes a couple of seconds and you have pretty good chances of winning. And it also totally makes my day. I would love to know what your sign is if you have one. So be sure to tag me on Instagram at Glitter and Grace to share what that is or if you have a favorite time. And if you don't have a sign, then I highly encourage you to ask for one and see what happens. And with that, I hope you have the most magical and beautiful day. And I can't wait to connect with you on next week's episode. Bye, friends.